nodding in and out of smiles like an archaeopteryx comedian. I need to stop drinking out the same water I'm puking in. Like a box of matches in a world of lighters, I'm a loser. Occasional robotic bloodhound, fully employed boozer. A story with no plot. A Cherry, dude. A Fucking no glad to have you back on. It's been a been a minute. Dude, I'm excited. It has. I honestly think it was probably um, it was probably this time last year. To be completely honest. It was not. It was January 6th. <laughs> it wasn't close. No, because uh, and the reason why I remember that is because I opened the pod by saying you just got back um, from uh, the marching the Capitol or storming the oh, Capitol. Oh, yeah. That's the only reason why I know that. I was like, actually, it was over a year because of that. I knew that you did. I remember that you did a COVID joke when I, when I hopped on the mic. That yeah, was I was like, or yeah, something like that. Right, I was well, like, you. Yeah. I think I said something to the fact of like praying the gay away or something. Yes. Which is fucking hilarious considering I've had your brother on many times like after that. Uh-huh. But I was like, you can't pray the gay way and then march the Capitol because of it. Or like, so- it said something <laughs> stupid like that. No, the- no controversy this time. No, not at all. We're just getting right to it. I'm ready for, <laughs> ready for business. Let's, uh, let's talk about the very first thing that's happened today. Um, I'm, I think I'm going to release this tomorrow just to... I, I haven't done a podcast in a while, so I'm going to release this pretty quick. But um, the biggest news of today is both uh Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson. That's right. That's that, right. Um have, what are you, what's your like initial thought from the well, entire they're, situation? They're dating, right? Is what the Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> that's the tabloids, right? Is that they're they're together? Yeah. Um so I was pretty hopeful that um I was pretty hopeful that Rodgers was going to end up on the Broncos. Mm-hmm. That was uh kind of swirling around the rumor mill. And when I heard that he was going back to the Packers, I figured that he was, or I figured that the Broncos um, were most likely going to draft someone. Honestly, I now I'm not a very like educated NFL fan. Mm-hmm. I watch NFL and keep track of you know things like that, free agency type of stuff, like to a very low level. Uh, I didn't even know Russell Wilson was in the. Um, conversation for for the, the broncos for really? the bronco job i had no huh. idea the uh i was about to say i knew i knew that he was uh a top pick however i knew he wasn't above aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. like if you could pick the two everyone's right. gonna pick that right yeah um i didn't realize that the broncos were gonna make that big of a play for him uh so we're giving up a couple of players and some first round picks something like that uh from what i understand three players okay uh tied in i can't remember uh fant no fan. Okay, no fans yeah. going. Uh, Drew Locke is going, which I don't think that warrants too much discussion. But no. I can't remember the third player. But two first round picks, two second round picks, and a fifth round pick. Oh wow! Okay. So like, I I mean I like Russell Wilson a lot. Um, I think he like I think he's kind of a fucking nerd, but he is consistent to who he is. You know what I mean? Like he doesn't waver. So I can mm-hmm. I can respect that at least. Um, sorry, I'm like fidgeting here. The um. But at the same time, like, I don't think he's worth that much. But picks are, are weird, though. Mm-hmm. Three three players is a lot to me, but five picks, I don't know. I don't I don't see picks like as that um, like trustworthy. I guess. Yeah, and I mean the one thing I know um, about the Broncos is like they 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 get the quarterbacks like Peyton Manning at the end of their career just trying to win a super bowl basically yeah uh i kind of see the same thing here like i'm kind of with you i i don't 
I don't know that like he's definitely not. We can agree he's not in his prime, right? Yeah, I, th- like, I don't think he's in his prime. Yeah. So, um, which is weird because like not this last season, but the season before, like the first six games, we were like, I mean, he was in MVP discussions. Yeah. Like yeah. it was like this is a rust that we haven't known. Mm-hmm. Just like interesting. Um, just even like a few seasons later, it's like. He's not that great, but you know how much of that is the Seahawks? How much is that Pete Carroll? Like, what what is the real situation? I have, I have no real idea. Yeah, um, I don't like. Maybe that just speaks to Denver's like inability to um, recognize young talent. Like none of the young mm-hmm. quarterbacks that we drafted. I mean, well, I guess I'm only thinking of Drew Locke. I don't. I can't name um, who was the guy that um, kind of split time. Didn't split time, but with uh, Peyton. Uh, Peyton's last year as a Bronco, uh, tall dude from like ASU. Uh, not Paxton Lynch. No, not Paxton Lynch. He was um, he's a tall motherfucker, goofy looking dude, and he played really well. Um, gosh dang it, now it's gonna bother me. I'm looking it up right now. Yeah, this is where my um, you know, people will scoff at my Bronco fandom because I don't know things like this. But uh, yeah, to be honest with you. The NFL, well, I mean, I'm not trying to shit on the NFL. Honestly, most pro sports don't really get my blood flowing. It was uh, Brock Osweiler. Okay. Brock Osweiler, which was like a decent pick, but like wasn't splash, right? And like he didn't end up panning out to like a major extent. Did right? they draft him? I thought they did. Okay. Or did they trade? Like, did I they trade? For some reason, I thought he was like also somewhat old when he when he got to the Broncos. I don't think so. I think, well, let's see here. Um, Let's see here. Drafted in 2012. All right. So, so yeah. I uh, guess so. So, you dra- drafted in 2012, uh, but, like, you had him. You had the splash pick with, like, Tebow. Like, oh, yeah. You know, everybody loved Tebow at the time. Um, I, I mean, yeah, I agree with you. Like, I don't think Denver has really developed a bunch of, like, solid quarterbacks, <laughs> no, you know? No, I, we just – we clearly didn't uh, try Tebow out at the right positions, I think. That's yeah, what exactly. He needs to be a tight end. Yeah, <laughs> that worked out pretty well. Some say he should have been a middle linebacker. He's got a he's got a fantastic body for it. I'm yeah. Sure could, <laughs> I'm sure he could lay He is kind of fucking built, like, good oh, for yeah. him, you know oh, what I mean? Yeah. Homeboy does look pretty good. Yeah. For, you know, it's like all that pent-up aggression from never having sex, I guess that'll do it to you. Yeah, he uh, – kind of belonged at byu when you think about it i guess but, yeah except um, for he wasn't mormon <laughs> that's true yeah <laughs> like maybe <laughs> but i like mean maybe like tcu well i wonder i truly wonder what percent of catholics wait till um marriage to have sex it has got to be incredibly low i would venture to say the number of catholics that wait for marriage to have sex is equal to how many catholics don't participate in lent or say they're going to participate in Lent. Does that make sense? I am trying to calculate this right now. So if, let's say, 7% of Catholics wait till marriage uh-huh. like to have sex, yeah, 7% of Catholics don't participate in Lent. <laughs> that, yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's probably, <laughs> like, yeah. That's, I think that's, like, that's what I'm trying to get at. That's like, probably an, pretty accurate. An equal amount also talk about Lent quite a bit. I'm giving up this. It's like, how about you give up dick for a little bit? <laughs> like, yeah. Let it go for a second. Yeah, this is um, this is the first Lent that I uh, haven't taken extremely seriously, I guess. I have avoided meat on Ash Wednesday and Friday. 
but I did not like specifically get like pick something to give up and I have not um I did have the idea of like buying a bunch of uh you know like uh McDoubles from Burger King on or fuck that is fucked up. But McDoubles <laughs> from Burger King. Yeah. So That's Mc- more sacrilegious in a lot of cultures. Yeah, no, they um this episode is for sure going to get canceled. Yeah. No, I was thinking about getting McDoubles uh, and going, like, 10 of them, just drive around the city and, like, give them to, like, homeless people. That was kind of one thing that I was like, you know, that would that would be something nice to do, kind of sure. feel better. And uh, Sunday came around. I think I was, like, somewhat busy. No, I wasn't. I had about four hours in the middle of the day where I didn't do shit. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, no, nah, I'm not fucking doing that. I'm not doing this at all. Yeah. That's a, I I think like the key to all that is like not telling people you're going to do it. Cause like, I don't know. I I get so annoyed when I see that shit on social media. They're like, look what we did. It's like, you did that for fucking clout, dude. Like you didn't do that just to be a cool person. Yeah. I don't know. I actually did consider, um, giving up like deleting Instagram for, uh, Lent, but that was also kind of a cop out because I just don't really use Instagram yeah. anymore these days. It's a real easy lint, right? <laughs> yeah. It, it was almost like I want to give up Instagram. Yeah, so it'd be like, cool to say that I'm doing it for lint. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was for lint. It was for lint. Oh, it was so tough, you guys. Like, oh, man. Um, yeah, this past 40 days and 40 nights, to be exact, has been really tough on me. Bro, we were talking about it, and it's like, it's hilarious that Catholicism is single-handedly upholding Long John Silvers. Like, they're just keeping them in fucking business, dude. Yeah. I was like, I was like, you know, they were like at a round table and like, and the Pope was all, dude, I think, I think Jesus is really out there for like 30 days and Big Fish was just not having it. <laughs> big Fish. <laughs> I love big. I love adding big before something. Yeah. It's fucking awesome. Big seafood was just <laughs> not having it. They're like, no, it's 40 days, 40 nights. That's what we need to make our nut. They're okay. like, in a couple of years, they're probably going to be like, reinterpret the Bible and be like, it was closer to, it was closer to three months, actually. Yeah. I think it was a smooth 90. It was a smooth 90 starting uh, Feb, uh, Feb 1. And I don't know, like, you can read this however you want, but the way it sounds to me, it was the whole weekend that you're not supposed yeah. to eat meat, actually. Yeah, it's the, the message version of the Bible uh, <laughs> translated directly from New King James Version. They uh they say that you have to actually take Monday meatless Mondays <laughs> meatless Mondays and have fish. You know, fish is meat, but that's not the point. Speaking yeah. of things staying in business due to um Lent is the Arby's fish sandwich is l- quite literally besides besides their fries, the Arby's fish sandwich is the only thing I have ever had from Arby's in my life. I don't know who eats at Arby's. Ar- Arby's is disgusting. I've yet to be like in an Arby's that like, and I didn't know this was that important to me, but that their parking lot wasn't almost completely gravel. Like they have not like updated their facilities even just to get into the parking lot. I've also, you walk out there and it's just riddled with weeds. They don't like, even care. No, not at all, dude. <laughs> They're like, fuck, we need like, most of their employees are shocked when you come in. It is unbelievable. I mean, the like it's disgusting. I, I don't know. Um, we, we've taken. I mean, we went on a snowboard trip together last year to Durango. Yeah, that was a blast. But I, I go on snowboard trips every year. Um, we go to the lake every year, and those are two of the big like weekend activities where you need sandwiches. Yep. And not one person is ever like, 
oh, can you please bring a tub of roast beef? No one. What makes he want to go get roast beef? People from a- single hand, <laughs> like people are unequivocally more excited about bologna, straight bologna, than yeah. they are roast beef. I don't know why you would want like. I mean, I think generally pe- the the general feeling is that like you know, fast food places cut corners and whatever they're claiming is meat isn't always like legit. Why would you want roast beef? Well, yeah, a 100% <laughs> roast beef. Yeah. It's like that didn't help your case whatsoever. I yeah. Oh. I don't know what I don't know what's keeping them around either. I dude, thinking about like a sandwich, like I love a good like turkey a little bit of lettuce, a little bit of tomato, pickle, mayonnaise, and mustard. Just on whatever bread. Doesn't matter to me. Are I you line it up? Are you a crush your chips up and put them in your sandwich type of guy? No, because I'm not twelve. I fucking oh, like, right. <laughs> that shit bothers me so much. Cause like at twelve when I was doing suicide soft drinks, going down the line, just getting every soda on the fountain, I would also crush up and put fries on my burger or like chips on my sandwich. Oh, man. When people are like, Bro, you gotta fucking put it on there, it's like, okay, like I wonder what people think of me at work. Um, I'm not. You ash- crush your crush your chips up and do it. I'm not ashamed to say I'm a big meal prepper. Not a big deal. Do workout. Um, not to brag or anything, but S- humble brag. Yeah, just slight. Uh, it's just facts. Yeah, I do meal prep and I take my meal prep to work for lunch, and I wonder what my coworkers think every time I dump like a bag of goldfish into my chicken oh rice. dude goldfish bro did you pack a sunny d or that, a capri sun as well dude? it is childish <laughs> like it is so fucking funny that you're like i don't have time i need to make this as efficient as possible i mean i'm trying to i think it's me trying to trying to like spice up my lunch slightly <laughs> yeah you gotta you gotta do something that's like a little more exciting yeah uh fuck dude yeah, I don't I don't do that. Um I'm trying to think of like other one thing that like uh I get like ridiculed for, like they're like, Oh well, you're fucking crazy is like I, I don't have any problem putting like milk instead of cereal first. Put milk first and cereal after. Nah, it's fucked up. That here's, is fucked up. Now here's the thing. I've never sat like after fifteen, I've never sat to have a bowl in cere- a bowl of cereal and not had like four bowls of cereal. Like, I, I'm not, like, just, like, one bowl of cereal kind of guy anymore. Yeah. And I actually haven't had a bowl of cereal in probably, like, three years. So, this point is still like, <laughs> kind of mute. But my my point was always after, like, you don't pour the milk out and then pour cereal and then pour milk back into it. The milk's already there. I'm just pouring cereal until the milk's gone because I just wouldn't drink the milk. I would just keep eating more cereal. Oh, so you should literally try and soak it all up? Yeah. Just, like, keep pouring more cereal. Like, because I'd finish all the cereal. I still have milk left over. Well, I'm not going to pour the milk out and then pour cereal back in. So it's like I just start off with that. So that's valid, obviously. Don't want to add any unnecessary steps by, like, pouring the milk from the bowl out when you put new cereal in. Precisely. But the the first. The initial. The initial bowl. That's got to be cereal first. I I agree to disagree. I don't think it has to be. I understand (laughs) your point, and I understand doing it. I'm just saying it doesn't have to be. My, uh, I, used, I was a big cereal guy before, um, before school and oh, dude, it's good. I would like pour as much cereal as I wanted and then I would like fill it with milk until the cereal started to rise. Yeah. Like once you see it start to, yeah, yeah. Start to float, 
That's yeah. when you know it's good. Once that bitch starts coming up, <laughs> yes. dude. The thing is, is like that first, the first couple of bites of cereal were like harsh. It felt like you get that first like crunch and stuff. And it was like, it was always like that fourth or fifth spoonful that was like the best. And then if, if it got soggy, it was too much. Mm-hmm. It's like, you got to have like a good crunch to like milk douse cereal as much as possible. Yes. And I also don't know why when I'm talking about this, I'm strictly thinking of cocoa puffs. Okay. Like strictly cocoa puffs. If you uh, I was I was wondering if you were if you were going to end up saying the same thing as me. When I talk cereal, my mind is envisioning fruity pebbles every okay. time. Pebbles, not loops. Pebbles big time. Okay. Pebbles are awesome. Like and when you say fruity pebbles, which is like really funny to me cuz uh I never like we never had name brand cereal. Dude, unless it was unless it was, no no not even Captain Crunch, but uh, Dino Bites. Yeah. So like Dino yeah. Bites like, and the thing was you got a massive bag of that shit. Like you, there's no box. Like, oh dude, now that we're talking about this, talking about big cereal, fucking have you noticed <laughs> that? Uh, so like, and this is like the shittiest part about like working for a distributor. You start to see like all the dirty tricks um, that like they do. So instead of raising the price, they decrease the size. Mm-hmm. So, like, Calypso Lemonade used to come in 20-ounce bottles, like no glass shit. bottles. Yes. Now it's 16-ounce glass bottles. Same price, though. But they never changed the price. Oh, fuck. What a bargain. So that's <laughs> thing. Everyone's all, fuck, dude. Like, they survived inflation. This yeah, exactly. Awesome. Yeah, it's like, fuck, they're not raising their prices? No way. So, like, cereal boxes is the same thing. The size of it, right? The width. Or not the width. Uh, Yeah. the Or no. Yeah, width. So the width and, like, the height of the box has not changed. But the depth of the box, like how thick the box is, uh-huh. has decreased over time. Wow. So you as a consumer is like, they didn't decrease the size. No, they fucking have decreased dramatically. And then they that way they didn't have to raise the price. They should have really fucked with people and made the box like taller and thinner. Yeah, and dude, like, they're like, oh, my. oh it's fucking <laughs> I'm getting insane. more cereal. Yeah. And then people pick it up. It's like paper. You're like, God yeah. damn it. But like the biggest bag of fucking Dino Bites, that was the shit, dude. Yeah. I yeah my uh, I was the same I, that was actually gonna be my my question once we got to a, a point is I was gonna be like did you get were you a name brand cereal kid or no? Uh, I mean like here's the thing is I'm sure at one point or another like I did have a name brand like whatever, but if I was like asking for it in the store like if my parents just bought it it would just like be on accident or that like not an accident that sounds weird they're just like it wasn't the first pick it was yeah. if if we wanted cereal. It was normally like the knockoff, and uh, which yep. it was the same fucking shit, mm-hmm. and you got way more for like half the price. Um, I, yeah, I don't know why it pissed me off so much. Yeah, back in the day, you're just like, why the fuck can I not get actual Captain Crunch? Yeah, <laughs> like, I feel I always feel guilty as fuck because one time my mom, uh, she came home from or she was going to maybe going to the grocery store, and I like asked for cereal, and she was like, I'll get you this, and I was like. I was like, why can't I just get, like, fucking Fruit Loops? Why do we have to be thrifty and, like, did the air quotes? And I I feel bad for it to this oh, day. dude. Like, Come to find out, you are, like, your parents, like, when they oh, say yeah. shit like that? Dude, oh, there is, um, I, and I honestly don't, like, I don't keep up with big cereal these days either. I Sure. I feel like the, like, it's kind of crazy. You are so in the loop about cereal when you're a kid because it's oh, advertised yeah. on like all the like cartoon channels. It's everywhere around you. I cannot think of the last time I saw a fucking cereal cereal commercial. I think I got mad because it was like somewhere within the last year I saw like a, a commercial for Tricks and like the the bunny was different. Uh uh-huh. or the rabbit, yeah, silly rabbit. Like 
the rabbit was like not the same rabbit I had. And I was like, yeah. what the fuck is this? Like, yeah, I so I don't even know if there's uh I don't know if there's a s'mores like a s'mores cereal from like big cereal, but dude, that the Malto Meal company that makes like you know Dino Bites and all that shit, yeah, they have a s'more cereal and that shit is fucking cracking. It is, is it so good, dude? I I don't remember that, but I do remember uh, Cookie Crisp mm-hmm. and like. It, they just put tiny cookies in cereal, and they called it cereal. Like, yeah. that shit was fucking terrible. Like, talk about shit that's just not good for you. No, that no. That is insane, and I wanted it so bad, and my parents are like, as logical adults, they're like, fuck, we cannot get this for our children. Dude, I had fucking the Berry Bonds of Cookie Crisp once. Yeah? Um, yeah, I... Like, steroid-infused? Is that what you're saying? No, no, I'm <laughs> saying it was on steroids. <laughs> I one time was eating a bag of Famous Amos. I may have been under the influence of what I will not say. Sure. But um, I had a, I was like eating a bag of Famous Amos, and I had gotten, for some reason, a box of Famous Amos cookies, but they're all like individually packaged bags. Famous Amos, those are like those the are those crispy. Cho- yeah, yeah, yeah. The okay. chocolate chip cookies. They're, but they're uh, small. They're, um, God damn it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Okay, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I was like, it took me a second. So I got, yeah, they're, they're in like that cream-colored bag kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I was eating some, and I was like, fuck, these are good, but I need milk. And then I just dumped like two <laughs> bags of them in a bowl and poured milk over them. Oh, fuck, dude. It was so fucking good, but I probably, like, I probably gained three pounds sitting right there. I, uh, do you remember the movie Disturbia with Shia LaBeouf? Yeah, the movie was kind of wild, actually. movie's insane. Yeah. But what I remember is him being, like, crazy bored and, like, made a snack. And he had a bowl of peanut butter and then, like, just put a fuck ton of chocolate syrup on top of it. Oh, he, he's, like, on house arrest, right? Yeah, he's on house arrest. What does he do at the beginning that, uh, he, that he gets arrested for? He, like, punches his teacher. So, at Damn. the very beginning of the movie, he and his dad are, like, fly fishing. Uh-huh. And, like, there's some crazy accident, and his dad dies in, in like, the car accident. Like, at, coming back from fly fishing. Okay. And so he's, like, not in a good place. He's, yeah. like, in high school. And um, he, like, fell asleep, like, in class. It was, like, a year later or something. And his teacher's, like, dude, you got to get your shit. Like, the teacher's, like, while you're watching it, you're, like, kind of on the teacher's side. And you're, like, yeah, dude, like, you got like, to get your shit together. We got to start going. And then just out of nowhere, he's, like, what the fuck would your dad think? And then, like, he just turns and fucking knocks him out, like, in the middle of class. Oh, shit. So then, like, he goes on house arrest because of that. But, yeah, that – I don't know why I have such a distinct memory of Disturbia. I haven't seen that movie in forever. It's. I also have a very distinct memory of it, but I know why. It's because my friend um, – my friend Jared, he was, like, the – he was, like, the top dog at our middle school. Um, parents had a sick-ass house – uh huge tv room and they were also like the they were also like the cool parents like they'd let just like whoever come over sure so like one of the first times i ever spent the night over there i remember we had like we were probably in like eighth grade had um we literally had like fucking five or six girls came over too probably left at like nine but we felt sick as fuck anyway and yeah we watched disturbia and i was like this movie is actually kind of sick yeah, that movie was, it was like it was super intense. I can't remember the the girl that's in the movie off the top of my head, but she was super hot, so like mm. that helped. Yeah, I was also like 
appropriate age for the storyline at that time it's weird being 26 and like in the movie she's probably 17 but <laughs> at the time i was like 14 so it counts right. um but yeah like that movie was sick but i do remember i laid down a fat bowl of peanut butter and just did a fuck ton of chocolate syrup on top of it and i got through like halfway and i was like this is fucking miserable I don't so know you why tried it yeah, yeah yeah no like i tried it full clip like a reasonable person would have done like a spoonful <laughs> of peanut butter and then like a little bit of chocolate syrup i was like nah dude we're packing this shit fuck dude that uh i can't remember now um that reminds me of a would you rather my my friend chris very funny guy very he's like very clever thinks about shit a lot um and he's he's like a, he comes up with really good would you rather's. I don't I know why it. his mind works like that, but one of them was like, uh, would you rather have like peanut butter at the roof of your roof of your mouth? Is one of those? So no no no. It was like I I, I can't remember what the other thing was. The other one was the peanut butter. But I'll just make something up because this was another good one he came up with. Would you rather every time you have to use a bathroom any time, no matter like peeing shitting whatever you have to find a porta potty cannot go in a normal bathroom has to be a porta potty mm. or every single day you have to eat a tub of peanut butter like a tub of like i don't know how i don't know what size but i don't yeah. i don't really have a a big issue with porta potties i think i think to your point the tough part is just finding one like if you don't readily know you can have one you can have one outside of your house otherwise you have to find it so, like, first thing in the morning or middle of the night, whatever, you can, like, go down. You can, like, go outside. Got you. But if you're at, like, work, you got to figure gotta, it out. Yeah. Yeah. So, hopefully, they're doing construction by your office. Uh, so. Yeah. I'm not a, I'm not opposed to a porta john man. Like, I'm I, I'm not. So, like, that doesn't bother me. A fucking jar of peanut butter, get fucked. Like, that sounds <laughs> awful. Like, Every and day. I like peanut butter. Like, yeah, it's not bad. I'm telling you, like, that would suck. Yeah. A, a, a tub? A tub of peanut butter. Like, if you told me a spoonful, I still might pick up no. Porter John. Dude, a spoonful of peanut butter dead, that'd be cakewalk. That, that fucking 15 minutes, though, of just <laughs> the fucking disgusting ASMR for everyone listening. But, oh, that would suck so bad. I couldn't. Uh, again, I like peanut butter, but, like, I'm not doing I'm not doing that. That sounds terrible. Yeah. You, you've, uh, you've heard the one for, like, would you rather have Cheeto dust on your hands constantly or always have peanut butter at the roof of your mouth? Mm. Um, this may come on. Well, so I would pick the peanut butter for sure. Yeah. Um, for some reason I cannot like place the feeling of having peanut butter stuck to my mouth. Good. Yeah. Like, like the roof of your mouth. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why I might just be like super anal about like when I eat it, just like making sure, Make sure it gets, it's gone. Yeah. Dude. Speaking of like the roof of your mouth going back to cereal, you ever have so much like Captain Crunch or like so much of a cereal that it just absolutely shreds the oh, top of your mouth? Yes. That's when you know you had a great cereal. Yeah. <laughs> it was like when that shit is fucking numb. When you were like, hurt. Yeah, dude. Like that shit, you like busted nerves like going up there. You're like, oh, am I bleeding up there? I have no clue. Yeah, there are a couple things that'll tear up the roof roof of your mouth. The other one is um the bread on a Dion sub. Yes. The bread on a Dion sub. You're not sub careful, will yes. Fuck you up. Yeah, you gotta take those bites small. Mm-hmm. real quick i didn't even think of that the um i uh the other thing that really sucked and like i, I still hate when i do it and I'm, I'm just like i'm much more cautious now so it doesn't happen as often but it still is frustrating is when you burn your tongue 
Like, and it just feels like if you have like a, a really hot coffee, you burn your tongue. It's like all you taste for the next couple of days is like shitty hot coffee. Mm-hmm. I fucking hate that. Like, yeah. and it's just like your tongue almost hurts, like having any other food. Yeah. And you're always like messing with that on the inside of your mouth. Mm-hmm. Can't be eating much box after that. Like you, you're on the IR for a little while. Now, if it's numb, maybe you <laughs> only eat box. Maybe you are. Correct. Maybe that's on- the only thing you're doing. Take a break from the fake chow. Yeah. And actually get in, yeah. get down and dirty. Give the old index finger a fucking rest. Mm-hmm. You know? All yeah. right. Now we talked about what I wanted to talk about. <laughs> All right. So let's get into some fucking gambling, dude. Okay. I um, I had a good segue earlier and I cannot remember. I, I hope I remember later. But Yeah. So cereal is a lot like uh, betting college basketball. It's, you take a risk every time you put it in your mouth <laughs> and you chew up your fucking Correct. roof of your mouth. Um. Anywho. So, big news today, uh, and before you came over, I was looking up some lines. Aaron Rodgers stays in Green Bay. Green Bay is minus 230 to win their division. Mm-hmm. I was like, what the fuck? Those are insane. Like, that's bad value. But I was like, who's going to beat them? Yeah, their division. Um, and, like, I, I'm i up to date on, I think, the AFC divisions. So that's where the Broncos are. I keep mm-hmm. up with that fairly. I don't know much about the NFC, but I did see, um, I did see like a, a post on on Instagram or something today, and it was like, Aaron Rodgers has like an, he, not only just a winning record, but he do- dominates the other the teams division. in the NFC East, or the, the NFC North, North, NFC North, North. Yeah. The only team that they truly struggle with, like consistently, is Minnesota, and like, and I say struggle, like they split with them almost every year. Yeah, um, I wish I could see that graphic. Obviously, I think the most like dominant was the Lions over the Lions. Like the Lions, the are, fuck yeah. Out of the Lions. And then like the one time the Lions have him, he throws a hail mary and they fucking win the game. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. It's bad how much they own. Well, and then like, and then when he loses, like he started the game. Like it was like late in the year, he starts the game, he gets hurt, and then the Lions like pounce on him. Mm-hmm. But like they didn't make the playoffs, so it's like, and that was five years ago, six years ago, something stupid. There was a team I think he was like twenty one and sixteen against, and was it was was that the Vikings or the Bears? I want to say probably. I want to say I want to say the Vikings. Oh wow! Because the Bears, like I don't know if you remember this year, him like <laughs> I don't know if you remember him. four months ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That when he fucking looks and he's like, I still own you. Yeah, like, yeah. He he really does. He like, does. He does. He fucking owns the Bears. But I think I want to say it's the Vikings because the Vikings, oddly enough, they split consistently. Mm-hmm. Like two years ago, they lost at like. And the weird part is they tend to win that game on the road and lose at home. Right. It's weird. I don't understand it. But so the the Packers are minus two thirty to win their division. Russell Wilson joins the Broncos. Uh, the Broncos are plus two thirty to win their division. Mm-hmm. Which bet would you feel more secure in? You have a hundred dollars. Which one do you feel better with? Um, or which I, one would you ra- Or which one are you placing as a gambler? To be honest, I I would a thousand percent take. Um, I'd I'd pay the juice for for the Packers for the Packers. Yeah, because um. You know, with the Broncos and like their defense is legit. They have weapons on offense, so I'm excited. I'm excited as a Bronco fan. I think they'll be good. Mm-hmm. But you still have Patrick Mahomes in your division. You still have you have Justin Herbert. Derek Carr was a stud this year. Yep. Um, with a 
fuck ton of issues. Yeah. On the Raiders. Like, oh my God. They yeah. had so many things like collapse after collapse. And then like, and they just were fighters. Yeah. They, I mean, you could arguably say had they beat the Bengals. I mean, granted, you know, each team matches up with each team differently, but like they matched up with the Bengals pretty good and had a chance to win that game uh, late in the stretch. Right. Like, yeah. Could have beat the Bengals and kept going. Like they had a fucking fight. Yeah, they were. Uh, they're legit. Derek Carr is very good. And yeah, with the issues they had, it's unbelievable. And so yeah, I, I really can't see. I can't see Rodgers dropping like multiple games to either of those any of those teams. Yeah, that uh, and that sucks because like I have fucking. I'm so sick of the fucking Packers, dude. Like I like am sick of that fucking fan base. Everyone's like, who's our year and all stuff. It's like they're arguably as successful as the Dallas Cowboys in the last 30 <laughs> years. Like they have, and granted, yeah, like that's the thing is, you know, they've had two hall of fame quarterbacks in yeah. their, in like in the last 40 years and they have two Super Bowl championships to show for it. Not great. Not fantastic. Two Super Bowl championships and, um, a small gallery of, of dick pics from, from <laughs> small Brett Favre. Gallery. <laughs> Yeah, you're 100 percent accurate, dude. That uh, because that did he? happen with Green Bay, right? But he just happened to be on Minnesota when that all uh, yeah. popped off. Who was he sending him to? Do you remember? It was like a trainer. Oh, okay. It, it was, I th- if I'm not mistaken, I think oh, it was, so a it was like purely for. I mean, it was purely for like athletic purposes. Uh, it was for the integrity of the game, absolutely. Right. Like it had yeah. nothing to do with anything sexual or um, non-performance based. Guy gets a bad rap. Yeah, for sure. Brett Favre absolutely got a bad rap. So, uh, going back to my team, just on the same <laughs> subject, and I, sorry, I don't want to derail this no, too no, much. I good. know you want to talk some gambling stuff. Mm-mm. I also was not aware that, I guess while at Tennessee, apparently Peyton Manning dropped his balls on, like, an athletic trainer's head. No way. I, yeah. Dude. Like, she was looking at his knee or something like that, and he just pulled his sack out and, like, dropped it on her forehead. Oh, my God, dude. I was not aware of that. I was not aware of that either. He probably definitely doesn't want that story out. <laughs> oh, I think it's out. If I know about it, it's yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, true. You didn't that's text, you didn't text uh, yeah, me. I was about to say, it's not like you fucking <laughs> found out through the grapevine. No. The uh, God, it's fucking insane. I can't believe that shit. That, uh, it's like, it, well, from perception, right? It seems super out of character for Peyton Manning. Mm-hmm. I don't know. The worst thing I've ever even heard from Peyton Manning uh, was like, and it's like not even that bad, but it was just in practice. When it was just him, he was just rehabbing. So, like, everyone else is playing games. It's just him and, like, two other trainers. And they have, like, cameras running for film. And one of the trainers like, are they ever watching this? He's like, I don't know. I guess we'll find out. And he just starts flipping off, <laughs> like, double birding, like, the cameras, right? Uh-huh. And then, like, they showed that on NFL films later because they were, like, they just thought it was funny. It's, like, yeah. not even that bad. Fucking just absolutely, tea- like, raw dog teabagging. The trainer's forehead is quite the move. Yeah, not to uh, not to make light of that at all, but I, I do I do think uh, the Mannings have a good sense of humor. I think um, so too. I think we all saw that a little bit in those uh, in the Monday Night Football broadcasts that yeah. they would do. I loved those, and then I loved uh, most of the commercials that Peyton Manning's in. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, one of my favorite uh, commercials, and I love like the series, like the Sports Center commercials, like this is Sports Center. Oh, I man. love theirs when they're like taking a tour of the place yes. and they're just acting like little kids. Oh, it's such a good fucking commercial, they, dude. They ought to bring those back. They really should. There was a new one the other day and I was like, I'm not, I'm not nearly as much of a fan. No, they were solid. Also, 
Oh, God, fucking derailing all sorts of conversations. The Do you remember the Floyd Mayweather This Is Sports Center commercial? Mm, no. I can't remember his name. It's Brian something. But there was a point. Um, let's see. Floyd Mayweather um, Sports Center. So, Brian Kenny. So, mm. there was an interview that they did together remote at the time and like brian kenny starts like asking him questions and floyd mayweather's mayweather's like going off and he's like telling him over and over he's like the like what do you know about boxing he's like they're like going after each other and he's like bro he's like you're like you haven't even gone against anyone like just you got to look up the, the interview because it's it's not that long and it's like kind of intense you're like damn floyd mayweather's gonna like kick his ass well anywho so it goes to the sports center commercial and Floyd Mayweather is just like in an office with like his just his boxing shorts and his gloves on, and he's just beating on a punching bag that has like Brian Kenny's like face on it. Oh my god! And he's just like barely like tapping it, just like getting some light work and stuff. Uh-huh. And Brian like comes by, he's like, "Hey, uh, hey, Floyd." He's like, "Hey, Brian." He's like, just all like doesn't break like stride, just like still hitting the bag. And he's like, "Uh, anything you want to talk about?" He's like, "I'm good, Brian." He's all like just <laughs> still hitting the punching bag. That was a great like. I didn't know that until today. I don't even know why I brought like brought that up earlier today, but I didn't realize the the point of the joke until oh, today. I was just stemmed like, from the interview. Yeah, it's like stemmed from that. I had no clue. Oh, that's cool. They were able to laugh about it. I think. Yeah. Um, I do think ESPN's like ho- hopefully I th- they're loosening up a little bit, um, and you know hopefully uh, they open up a little more to the gambling world as well i think i think they are a little yeah. bit like at least um like bear on like uh college game day he like mm-hmm. puts out the spreads and stuff like that yeah i also like on um certain things i can't remember if it was the xfl or if it was like even some games in college or whatever but they like put the spread like on the scoreboard and stuff mm-hmm. i was like that's pretty cool they yeah. need to they need to relax on sports gambling Right, yeah, you know, like you know, the announcers are aware of the spread, the total, all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, I think it's something they should embrace. I think there's there's probably some <laughs> probably some good to be to come from it, but um, yeah, gambling is you know tough, tough, uh, tough, tough not to crack. Yeah. yeah, exactly. All right, back to speaking of gambling. So Green Bay is plus three fifty to win the NFC. And the Broncos are plus seven hundred now to win the AFC. Mm-hmm. They the Broncos have moved up quite a bit. Green Bay is now plus seven fifty uh, to win the Super Bowl, and the Broncos are plus twelve hundred to win the Super Bowl. The Broncos are like number six in like rankings to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, and they jumped San Fran and the Dallas Cowboys today with Russell Wilson. I'm taking a. I think I'm taking a flyer on the Broncos. To win the AFC or win the Super Bowl? To win the Super Bowl. Might as well. Yeah. I, I think I would rather lay that. Um, with the defense that they have in place, uh, I, I think that they'd have a good chance um, to go through. Let's see. You have the Patriots who aren't quite there yet. I think, like, Mac Jones is talented, obviously. Um, but I think we saw that, you know, they're not, like, still untouchable. I get – the, the big, AFC is stacked. It is stacked. It's stacked. You have the Chiefs in there. Um, maybe uh, the Broncos would be able to expose some of the like some of their weaknesses. Honestly, if the Broncos split with the Chiefs and they don't meet up in the playoffs, that's a good season. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I think that's a like that's all you can ask for as a Broncos fan. Yeah, um, and then I think the obvious big threat in 
well, I mean, the Bengals now, but I think the obvious big threat in the AFC is, is the Bills. The Bills, for the Bills sure. Bills are legit. Um, I'm still so pissed. I took um, – before the Bills played the Chiefs, I had them, like, plus 800 to win the Super Bowl. Uh-huh. And I put $100 down. And with 13 seconds left against the Chiefs, I was oh. like, fuck yeah. Because I, like – don't get me wrong, the the Bengals had a great season and they they be, did beat a juggernaut in the Chiefs on the road. I don't think they would have beat the Bills. Mm. I truly don't think they would have beat the Bills and I think yeah. the Bills would have had their way with the Rams. I truly truly believe that. I yeah, I, I kind of agree with that. I think that it would have been a tough matchup for both teams against the Bills. Yeah. I think they could have definitely done damage. I I just think the Bills would have like and that's the thing I think the crazy part is like I have a completely different perspective on like betting the Super Bowl or like taking a team to win the Super Bowl before the playoffs. Mm-hmm. You're not really even asking that team to win necessarily. You're just asking them to make it. Yeah. Cuz like if you have them plus 1200, they make it, then you just fucking hedge that bet. Mm-hmm. It's all you're all you're doing is asking them to make it to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah, you can de- definitely guarantee yourself some money by uh by picking a team that gets there or gets yeah. close. That's the fucking fun. Now, let's get into March Madness, because I know you're fucking pumped about it. I am pumped. I am juiced about this. I'm fucking excited. Do you leave tomorrow for Vegas? I leave tomorrow at 6.30. Uh, in the evening? Yeah, 6.30 nice. in the evening. I will get in uh, 6.30 or 7.30 Vegas time. Gotcha. I'm um, going to miss our resident UNM Lobos playing. They played 11 tomorrow. Uh, they played Nevada. To be honest, I like. I think we kind of got shafted in our seeding. Um, what's the what's their seed technically? I want to say we're. I'd have to look. I want to say we're like a ten playing a nine, mm. um, something like that. But anyway, Nevada. So Nevada's point uh, point guard, Grant Sherfield, best player on the court. <clears throat> He was hurt for a little while, so they lost. Uh, they lost some games that they probably shouldn't have, and I think it dropped them a little bit in the standings. So now we're playing. A, we're facing a healthy Nevada team. Just battled against San Diego State this past weekend, but um, you know, there's a lot of talk about the UNM backcourt possibly being one of the best. I mean, there's talk about them being the best in the Mountain West, um, but but a, a very good backcourt can compete with probably anyone in the nation. So what do you, what do you mean by backcourt? So backcourt refers to the guards. Uh, so that mm. would be Jamal Mashburn jr. And Jalen house. Um, Jalen house is they're both, both of them are undersized. Uh, I don't think either of them are bigger than maybe six, one, six, two. Mm. Um, Jamal Matt, what, what sticks out to me with Jamal Mashburn is, his mid-range game like if he gets a step on you he can stop and pop and it's pretty much automatic Mm -hmm. and house is just a creator he can create for himself create for others um so i'm not i haven't given up on them Mm -hmm. i do think there's a chance they pull off a win and i'll get to get to see him play once in vegas um definitely don't think there's i don't think they're really a contender to win the conference uh, so FanDuel definitely doesn't have them as a contender to win the conference. <laughs> I'm sure. FanDuel has them, uh, as of like 30 minutes ago, um, plus 10,000 to win mm. the conference. I was like, fuck. Like, yeah. But that's a long stretch, like what you're talking about. A pretty, pretty solid team in Nevada. And then the Mountain West is no slump. Like, 
Colorado State, like I, I was listening to um, Pick Central from Barstool, and I think they said that right now they would be like a six or seven seed. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck, dude. Like Mountain West is not not too shabby. Oh, this is one of the this is one of the best years in a long time for the Mountain West. It's insane. Meanwhile, this is also one of the best years the WAC has ever had. Uh-huh. Um, and New Mexico State is just crumbling right now. Like. Oh, it's a fucking tough end of end of the road they've had. So they lost. They I know they lost one to Chicago State. That's that's absolutely brutal. Did they lose another one just yeah. before the tournament? Stephen yeah. F. Stephen F. Austin Stephen F. at home. Chris okay. Jans. So Chris Jans was not there when we lost U and M this year. He had COVID. Uh-huh. So excluding that one, when Chris Jans is coaching, it's their only loss they've ever had at home court with him coaching. Wow. Okay. Insane. Yeah, it like, is. That's a that's a tough one to swallow. Um we should not have lost to Stephen F. Austin. Like definitely Utah State just kicked our ass. It just is what it is. Losing at home to UNM in one of the wildest shootouts, like what was it like a hundred and one to like ninety two or something? Literally shot the lights out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Love that story. The uh and then I'm trying to think of we lost to God, oh, we lost to Sam Houston, mm-hmm. which is a really bad loss. We lost yeah. by like twenty six. So like, and then after Sam Houston, Chicago State, or no, 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 Utah Valley on the road. Yep. Then Chicago State and then Stephen F. Austin. And it's not to take away from UNM, especially rivalries. You can you can lose those whenever. Um, but like, other than like Utah State, UNM, all of our losses are bad. Yeah um tough 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 you have to think about and i i don't know off the top of my head um i could probably pull up their schedule but you have to think about the the spots in those situations um i like it they could have been just just a bad spot for uh for the aggies i think one of them when we lost to chicago state we had like eight eligible players yeah yeah stuff like that but like also, and I think I believe had the one seed locked up already by no. beating Seattle. No, you didn't. No, we we if we would have, we literally it came down to the wire against uh, Utah Valley. Had we lost against Utah Valley, we would not have. Okay. Like the last the last game of the season. Had we mm. lost to them, we would have had like the three seed. Yeah. Um, we beat Chicago State. We would have locked up the one seed. It was pretty like well off that we were gonna do it, but losing two in a row and then it going down to the last bit is not not great also like chris jans from seven minutes on keeping the whack player of the year like off the court mm-hmm. was absolutely atrocious like yeah i still don't understand that yeah um so and that's you know that's could be like you could think like a motivational effort um do they want the one seed you know like are they playing hard in the WAC tournament, the seeding is massive. Huge. I didn't know the, the Aggies only have to win two games. They only have to win two games. That's unbelievable. That's what I've like been trying to tell people that the WAC is fucking different this year. Like yeah. they introduced two like even having the three or four seed is way better than having the seven. Like the set like so Utah Valley and Chicago State will play t- tonight. Mm-hmm. They play tonight. Yeah. So if you're going to win as like a seven or a 10 seed or like in between seven, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 seed, you play tonight, tomorrow, Thursday, Friday, Saturday championship. 
you, you got to win five games in five days. That's yeah, unreal. Not a lot of teams do that. <laughs> like no. that's that's fucking difficult. Very yeah. very rare. Top two seeds is impeccable. Like that is like you have to have to absolutely have that. Yeah. So yeah, is it, is it the top two that get the the buys to Friday? Yeah. Wow. Top two seeds automatic buy to the semis. Yeah, that's inc- that's that is one tournament format that's pretty. I don't. Is that the only one? I I don't know of another tournament where you get a buy, a buy that far. I can't but, think of one. Yeah, like uh, I had this guy come in for uh, Red Bull like um, national accounts. He's here for like Walmart, and he was like, "The Big Ten's like that." And I was like, "The one seeds like <laughs> get a buy till," and he was all, "Well, he's like it's before like the quarterfinals or like or the quarterfinals, whatever." He's <laughs> like, "But it's the top four seeds," and I was like. Dude, I was like, these the one and two get a buy till Friday. Yeah, it's a whole one less game you have yes. to win. Like it is, yeah, it is insane what that does for your team. I honestly like. Part of me thinks that the most dangerous teams are the three and four. Like mm-hmm. I, uh, fuck, it's not. I think it's not Sam Houston. I think it's Stephen F. Austin, Stephen F. Austin, and Grand Canyon. Grand Canyon's the four seed. Yeah. And, like, that's almost, like, the best, in my mind, the best situation just because, like, you you get a game to, like, you know, make those mistakes, figure it out. Next day, play full speed. You've got one game under you. Then go into the championship. Yeah. You're also most likely facing a team. Well, if is the, do the three and four seeds get a buy to the quarters? Yes. Okay. So you get a buy till Thursday. So barring an upset, you're playing a team that at least has one one game. Yeah. Like that. I mean, that'll that'll take a bit out of your legs. It's yeah. It's tough. It's a tough sport. Ah uh, man, I uh, I'm pumped because I'll be there for the Aggies um, Friday, but I'll, I'll I'll leave Thursday. Yeah. So I'm, I'm juiced about it. I was um. So actually, I messaged that guy about getting a, a cabana at circa, and he was like. Well, which day would you prefer? And I was like, I was like, well, no one's gonna be there Thursday, and then Friday's the Aggie game, and Saturday's gonna be dumb expensive. So I just <laughs> haven't messaged him back. Friday would be like the best day I could do a Cabana. I can't speak for everyone. Do you know what time the Aggies are supposed to play on? They Friday? Would, I think they play at like seven or eight. That maybe wouldn't be that bad, actually. Um, if you let me know soon enough, I'll be able to do it. But yeah, they don't play till seven on Friday. Okay, that could be that could be something we'll, we'll take but, a look at. Yeah, it's. I mean, I'm not I'm not pressuring anyone to do it because your boys isn't exactly beach bod ready. But <laughs> I would uh, I'd be excited to see that that spot for sure. Circus where they don't. It's the only Vegas pool they don't allow kids, right? I don't think kids. No, no fucking. Kids. Oh, yeah, pretty awesome. I'll fucking drink to that. Um. All right, so I'm just gonna lay out some general stuff, and I want to just pick your brain what you think. Sure. <clears throat> so. In terms of March Madness, so we talked about UNM's plus 10,000. Aggies are plus 140 to win the WAC. And the only way I look at that is like, it's like if they, it's just a, you're you're essentially doing an all NMSU parlay. Just mm-hmm. a two game parlay that they win. Yeah, that's true. I'm like at plus 140. I'm not super gung ho about it. I may do it when I get, cause like, I know how I am. I'm so like loyal to my team and like irrationally loyal that like, as soon as I land, I'm probably going to be like, Fuck it, a hundred dollars on NMSU to win the yeah win the bitch. See, that's not. Um, I I wonder actually how a money line rollover would shake out because 
Grand, if Grand Canyon's the four seed, so that would put if you know if Chalk holds out, that would it'd be Grand Canyon against NMSU. Mm-hmm. Uh, can you recall the spreads the last time they played? I think the when we played at home, we were like a three point favorite, but when we played at GCU, we were a two and a half point dog. Okay, I think so, we won by like seventeen. So on a neutral, you're looking at maybe NMSU minus like one ish, yeah, something like that. Um, and then uh, it's it's got to be more than that. Um, maybe some of their analytics have boosted that a little bit on a neutral. But then after that, you're thinking Seattle or Stephen F. Probably, I I'd guess around Seattle, maybe three or four point favorite, something like that. Yeah, probably wouldn't be. I, I don't want to hold Speculate. you up and do the math, but <laughs> okay, yeah. I, it's probably it probably would be pretty similar, yeah, yeah, to to just betting a money line both games. In my humble opinion, and like I'm not give I don't want to give Grand Canyon more credit because I, I fucking hate Grand Canyon. Um, I would much rather Sam Houston win against Grand Canyon. Uh-huh. It's our own. It's our it's our worst loss of the season in terms of points. Yeah. Um. So, like, it's a get-back game, whereas, like, GCU, I feel like it would be, like, more conservative mm-hmm. just yeah. from our perspective. Definite revenge game. Uh, well, how much did they lose by the first time? Uh, when they played Sam Houston, they lost uh, by 26. Oh, God. Or 25. It was 71-46. Uh-huh. Fucking terrible. Yeah. It's a bad – and then the crazy part is that Stephen F. beat Grand Canyon the same night by the exact same score. Ah, okay, I remember that actually. Mm-hmm. Those two, yeah, those two upsets. Insane. Um, so yeah, NMSU plus one forty. Now that that part's over, so the top of the leaderboard uh, in terms of winning the entire thing, Gonzaga leads, and this is all according to FanDuel. So wherever your wherever your sportsbook lies, Gonzaga leads at plus three eighty to win the whole thing. Arizona at plus six hundred. Baylor and Kentucky are behind that uh, behind Arizona at plus eight hundred. Mm-hmm. Out of those four, who do you like? Um, so I mean, you've definitely—I think you've—you might have actually gotten some value on uh, Gonzaga from the start of the year. I'm not sure how big of favorites Gonzaga was to start the year, but I'm sure they were big. I thought at one point, like, a, or uh, I like seen a thing recently of like how teams have moved. Uh-huh. I want to say like their best odds or like their their least uh, valuable odds are like plus 310. Okay. I think. I could be okay. wrong. So, yeah. Um, I I would go Kentucky. I think. Yeah. I mean, that team has that team has absolutely battled, and they've been without uh, Ty Ty Washington and Severe Wheeler for a lot of conference play, who are two, like, electric guards for them. And Sheboy that they have inside is literally giving you, like, 20 – 20 and 20 a night he is in a monster and just like he will get he will get any rebound that's anywhere near him um game changer uh with baylor so i mean if them having the same odds as baylor to me is is crazy because baylor has been without lj crier recently um maybe he's coming back for the tournament that could that could matter and then they've been in without uh Jonathan Chamwa Chachwa, something like that. Uh, he's a, he's their big guy. I he might be out for the season. I don't know, but they they've had their injury issues too. I just think a healthy Kentucky. Um, you can't do much better than that. Like they're they're good this year. 
Uh, I think they're hungry. I think they have all the pieces. They have guards and bigs. Um, Arizona is super talented, man. They have a lot of, like, Europeans. European dudes can light it up. Um, big size inside. But I think I think a team that, like, team that can match them for sure is Kentucky. I don't know why. I just don't – I just – can never get myself to believe in Gonzaga and it might just be me like I, I think that that is the biggest my biggest takeaway or like my biggest thought process is Gonzaga is just can't ever do it yeah yeah I, it might just be me like thinking it's funny that they never do it and hoping they never do it but I really just I can't buy into it I don't know if you remember the memes of LeBron James before he won his first championship but, like, that was my favorite. Those jokes of, like, LeBron, like, has no ring or, like, all oh, dude, that was my favorite. Yeah. And I miss that to a huge extent because I think it's still one of the, like, best things is when someone can't finally crack the code. Mm -hmm. And I like the idea of that with Gonzaga as well. Yeah. Yeah, I like that too. Um, I love watching them get their heart broken every time in the Final Four championship. It's awesome. They are just consistently so – like good in their conference like st mary's is like okay mm -hmm. but like they dominate their conference they go into the tournament and have a good seed so they consistently get to like it like the sweet 16 all the way down to the championship game and then they meet someone that's good and then they're like fuck <laughs> like, yeah that's yeah. the best um i i think uh i think my pick would be baylor there but just out of that top four i also feel like College basketball is a huge fucking toss-up right now. Mm -hmm. Who's your, like, favorite pick right now uh, in terms of, like, the NCAA? Uh, pick as far as winning the championship? Winning the whole kit and caboodle. Um, so if I wanted to go somewhere, like, where I thought there was some pretty good value, I, I would yeah, love bet – Yeah, betting-wise, like, not just someone who's going to win. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah like, I would love to see um, – I think it's awesome when anyone, like, a four-seed or lower wins. Mm -hmm. I think that's, that's fucking awesome. Makes a great story. Like, gets the juices going. <laughs> I think a team that has the dogs this year would be um, – it'd be cool to see Providence make the run, man. Let's see. Providence is at plus 9,000 as of right now. It would be awesome to see Providence make an, just an unbelievable run. So to put that in perspective, um, so you've got Connecticut at 6,500, UConn, Alabama at plus 7,000, Wisconsin at plus 7,000, Providence at plus 9,000, Ohio State at plus 10,000. Them having the, – Providence having better odds than uh, – UConn kind of doesn't make sense. Who is the next team that you said? Uh, Alabama. Alabama. I mean, they just – Alabama has some, like, head-scratching losses this year. Yeah, they um, do. They, they're one team that, like, they've been ranked the whole year, and they have, like, a, they have like 10 or 11 losses. Uh, yeah. They've – yeah, they just – they haven't really been that good. Um, but, I mean, they, they've, beat, they've beat really good teams, and they've lost some, some to some not great teams. But they're – so, like, one thing about – um, that I've learned just from betting and like listening to stuff is definitely like a high variance team like that, that shoots a ton of threes. So that's how, uh, that's one way you, that's one thing you want to look at if you're going to try and pick an upset is, yeah. I mean, if a team can get hot from three, uh, tons of value there, high variance, they can also get blown out. That's just, are you yeah. a big, uh, money line better when it comes to college basketball? Or are you big, like 
you get you catch it a point and a half, two points, you're, you're taking it, dude. So I have, um, I would love to see like, I, I think it would really bring into perspective if you could see your like lifetime stats. Yeah. But this yeah, year, I finally like uh, decided to be to like bet as smart as possible, and I'm a I'm just a spread guy now. Like just spread, just spread. Got it. There unless been... unless a team is favored. Um, like so, like let's say it's a uh, four point favorite. I'll spread if I still like spread, it. still spread. The Got only it. time I will take a. So um, I use Bovada, and like there are times where a team will be. Like minus, uh, they'll be like minus one ten, minus one, or like minus one fifteen money line, and it's like, all right. So if I buy if I buy the spread to a half point, you're gonna be paying minus one twenty. So just take the money line. It's a better you get yeah. a better value there. Um, some some situations like that, I will probably mm-hmm. only up to like minus two. Gotcha. Other than that, yeah, I'm I've been big on spread. Big on spread. Yeah, it's really paid off for underdogs. Uh, and I mean, there are times when it'll hurt you too. Last night, for instance, I, I was at the gym. I saw that Chattanooga was down to Furman. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was, I saw that they were minus one and a half and I was like, that's, they were minus two favorites opener. I beat the opener. I'll take it. And, um, they're up three at the end of regulation. Dude hits a buzzer beater to tie it. And then with four seconds left, they're down two, and they hit a game-winning three. So I fucking lose. But uh, that's gambling, yeah, baby. Yeah, I think that's just. Um, I really think spread is where you get the best value. Plus nine thousand. I may I may take that for Providence and just fucking run with it. Let's see. Let's see what happens. Yeah, don't uh, think that's a bad bet at all. I want to do a pool um, with whoever wants to do it. We kind of need to decide sooner than later um because what games start next week on thursday games start thursday yep uh, uh the, pl- except for the uh, first yeah, first the four is whatever uh i'm not worried about those i'm worried about fucking the group of 64 yeah. um so what i want to do and i would like to see like a side bet is do a spread only we don't have to do it for cash for each game like so you don't actually have to gamble on the games uh-huh. what i want to do is spread only uh everyone draws from a hat so i think it would be yeah it'd be uh you could do it up to eight people mm-hmm. so what you do is each person draws from a hat what grouping they have to bet so you would bet the ones versus 16s the twos oh. versus the fifteens, threes versus the fourteens, so on and so forth. Uh, you have to bet those games, and you can only bet the spread. Okay. So the point being, like, you have to bet all four and see how everyone's record is afterwards. Like, see how those games go out for you. How does that? Uh, is are you just talking opening round? So the opening round, yes. And, and then, then what you, you could pick do numbers again. You could pick numbers again for the second round, but obviously it wouldn't be seeds because there'd be upsets and stuff like that. Yeah. You would just do it like a bout number, right? So like whatever – like so if naturally like how the, the bracket moves, that first game at the top of the bracket, that would just be game one. Yeah. So you have to bet game one, and but obviously you, it doesn't – there's no uh, there's no weight behind – 
what your previous picks were. Uh-huh. Yeah. I think you could draw for that as well. But I just like I would like to see how everyone does like in that first round. We could keep like bets going from there. But like yeah. do like a five dollar buy in with eight people. That'd be pretty cool. There's so many and like that's what's that's what's really fun about um about March Madness about gambling is there's so many fun variations of it. Um that's like like confidence pools I think are really cool oh, too. Like I love confidence pools. Cool well, I'm not like and I'm not even talking about basketball, just like as you said that, like um doing that for college football mm-hmm. 10 games which one do you think like is the most likely to win i fucking love those i love that more than fantasy football yeah i just think it's 10 games like you don't have to fucking worry about each player and stuff like that oh, exactly it's fucking blast yeah those are those are those are great i do um i do like your idea of incorporating the spread into it because then you're not shafted if you have like a 16 you know the 16 yeah like yeah you have the one like but and yeah it'd be all of them right so you have four games what's your record after yeah um i think it would like also be interesting to be like um to say like you want like an alt spread but like you lessen your chances or you have to pay an extra dollar or whatever i don't Mm -hmm. know but i think like that would be an easy five dollar buy-in whoever has the best record um and then do a tiebreaker you know whatever game that you have the closest score to or something yeah i think it'd be a pretty cool one um yeah i'm fucking pumped about this march badness and i like it's not that i don't get pumped for every one of them i just (laughs) i'm juiced about it it is going to be something different this year having fans back in the buildings yes i didn't even think of that dude we got absolutely robbed the year we didn't have march madness (sighs) i almost fell to my knees and wept um and then last year I mean, last year, like, there was still so much juice around it, and they didn't even have fans in the stadiums. Like, yeah. This year, being fully back, it's it's really going to be electric, man. You know what I miss is, like, and I'm, I'm pumped for as well, is the team's fans that are in the stadium that don't care or, like, that have no, like, bearing on the other game. So, like, when we played against Auburn a couple years ago, we uh like the Kansas fan, like everyone else in the building that wasn't Auburn were cheering for New Mexico state. Yeah. It's like, that's the shit I'm fucking pumped for is like, yeah. Like the one in the 16 are going to play UMBC fans have everybody else's support against Virginia. Like, because they just want to see something crazy. They just want to see the upset. Like, yeah. I love that because like, you're like, fuck, how many fans do they travel with? It's like, not that many, Yeah, but everyone else there. Is cheering for the dog. Yes, fucking seventy percent of these people are wearing fucking Kansas shirts. They're wearing they're wearing shirts that yeah. don't like correlate to your team. Yep. But they all want to see the dog win. Yeah. That's the shit. Like that's the fun in like March Madness for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, the I, the thing I love about March Madness is you can never pick you can never pick who, but there you just you're it's certain there are going to be upsets. They're going to be yes. huge upsets every year. They're going to be deep runs by low seeds. And, like, part of the joy of it is, like, trying to pick that. And yeah. whether you're wrong or right, it's fucking awesome to see. I am fucking juiced. Again, just, like, of the not – I'm getting, like, giddy thinking about it. Like, building a bracket is the most fun thing to me oh, ever. And I've done the strategies. Like, I've done it two different – I love doing it one of two ways. Make a fuck ton of brackets and just mm-hmm. see where the dice land. Like, like it doesn't matter. Like, I'm not claiming any one of these is, like, my one singular bracket. But it's like, all right, cool. I kind of picked these right on this one. Yeah. I also love the strategy of I'm making one bracket. 
Yes. That's it. I'm riding and dying with this one bracket and I'm putting this in all of my groups and fuck dude. I like, I'm juiced up about making a bracket right now. That's how, if you like want to know how, like how, how confident you really are in yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I think one thing that always turns me on so much about, um, about March Madness goes back to my childhood is it would always that first weekend, it would always line up with spring break. Yep. Dude. I mean, you're just, you have nothing to do but watch like watch games. 32 games in two days. Oh, oh dude. <laughs> I, I always remember that. So like, so for me, it's like, and not that it's not special for everyone. It's all about me. No, the, <laughs> my favorite thing was yes. Spring break, March madness. That Saturday is also the start of the national or is the, the finals for the national championships for wrestling. Oh, okay. So I'm like, it was like my Christmas every year. Like overload. Yes. Yeah. Cause it was like, I have exactly, I have nothing going on, but to watch basketball, but to watch wrestling and then just enjoy my spring break. Dude. I'd, I'd legit give up two holidays to have the first, to have that, <laughs> oh, to have that Thursday and Friday of the first weekend off. I'd give up two holidays. I only went to one. So of my four years of college, I went to one day of classes and it was my senior year, and it was that Thursday. Mm-hmm. Had to go. I had no other choice. Had to go. Uh, yeah. I knew I wasn't going to pass my classes if I didn't go. Yeah. I, and, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. no. Um, I was just like, I remember I fucking went, and I had my phone, my laptop, the school computer, and like dual screen the dual, uh, school computer. I had four games rolling at once, and I got oh. caught because the person behind me was watching. The teacher wasn't even mad, like the professor. Um, but she was like, are you watching games? And I was like actually paying attention. I was like, how'd you know that? She was like, cause fucking John behind you won't stop watching. <laughs> I was like, like, dude, you fucking fuck. sold me out. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck dude? Yeah, no. I mean, there's, it's so electric. There were a couple, um, I definitely like in college had a few classes I had to go to on those days. But, um, when I was an intern at my job and I would work, so like at the place I work at, some people take every Friday off. Some people get every other Friday off. But as an intern, like, you're just trying to get hours. So yeah. I, I went in on the Friday, and my whole group was off. And, dude, I mean, I'd spend nine hours with oh. March Madness live on my screen. Oh, and, dude. Uh, you know that, like, feeling, too. Like, I remember the first year of college, I uh, – because I just – like, before – because, like, I think it was, like, my sophomore year of high school was, like, when I made my first bracket. Because mm-hmm. I was just like, oh, like, everyone else is juiced about this. Let's see what's – and, like, made the first bracket. You see how you do, and it's like – this is fucking fun. Yeah, it's awesome. Like, this is a lot of fucking it's fun. It's awesome. I mean, there's, like, something so satisfying about picking an upset. You're like, I uh, fucking knew that. I knew and it. all I you bitches it. thought the fucking favorite was going to win. And guess who had it on paper? Yes. Had it on paper, yes. dude. I had this shit. Um, but then, like, I got my first year of college, and we were, like, at the church that I was working at. And I remember I, like, wrote out the whole bracket, like, in, like, it was just all in, like, the student lounge. And, like, I wrote the whole bracket on the whiteboard. I, like, had everyone else's, like physical brackets like taped up i'm also a huge physical bracket guy i do like using the app obviously to track but like i when i like ran brackets in college i told people you can either use the espn app or i will track it myself Uh like on paper and i like it's part of the fun to me highlight those bitches out it's like this is what you have cross out the ones like keep tally of the points i oh dude i'm like again i'm getting fucking juice just thinking about it but i remember i like set up two tvs set up other people's laptops and like all of a sudden, like our youth uh, or our college minister walks in, he's like, "Dude, he's like, this is 
awesome. Like he was like he was juiced up. I was like, this is the fucking best, dude. It's cool. I love March Madness. I also just the other day rewatched like I do it every year. I'm I guarantee I'm gonna do it that morning at game start. I love watching the dude perfect stereotype video oh, every year. Before, guys. Yes, I fucking love it, dude. Yes, those ah. guys. That's awesome. Though that video is is very good, very it accurate, is. very very solid. Ah. Still plays to this day. I was this excited for Super Bowl. And, like, the Super Bowl lived up. I don't know, like, how the Super Bowl went for you, but I I was juiced about the Super Bowl going into it, too, for, like, gambling purposes. Mm-hmm. There, I mean, they're just, like, isn't, there's nothing that gets my juices going, like March Madness. I, it might yeah. – it's got to be the number of games. Like, that has to be it. Um, the upsets. There, there's – people like i remember that first the first weekend after the super bowl people were like our first first sunday without any football and i was like like come on the worst march Madness is so close these games are meaningful like this is yeah it's awesome i love it so much i i am that person i follow um all the guys from the pat mcafee studio one of my favorite guys is boston connor Mm-hmm. And I don't even know it a lot. Uh, Connor Campbell, I think. Anyway, um, I love following his Twitter because he continues to post and change his name every day. To <laughs> uh, like, I think today is like 183 days till football. Oh my <laughs> like, god! He continues to do it every day. It's so funny. But like, there's a there's a progression, and I think like that's what makes football even more special when it comes back. Because like, when NBA tips off, when NHL tips off, when college basketball tips off. No one's like that juiced about the start dates of all of those. Yeah. Because there's stuff going on. That's right. That's you know what right. I mean? Like or the football's going on and it's it's it just kinda is what it is. Football has the best uh trajectory to start their season every year because right after Super Bowl comes March Madness. Oh gosh. Yeah. And it's just fucking I love every bit of it. That's probably another thing is like right now there is quite I mean, there's hockey and NBA, but I mean March Madness, like, it's the focus at this yes, time of year. Yes, it absolutely is. So then you've got March Madness. Depending on who you are, you might like opening day of baseball, RIP this year. Mm. Um, man, I don't really care. Man fraud. Yeah. I'm not I'm not big on baseball, so I don't really give a shit. Uh, I think college baseball is getting some of the love that it has deserved over a couple years. Yeah. But, like, if you love baseball, opening day shortly after March Madness. And then, like, for – if you're like in my mind, if you're a true sports fan, the Masters is fucking amazing as well. Mm-hmm. I love the Masters. I used to get slightly less juice, but still like pretty excited for those four days as well, like yeah. tracking all the golfers. And it doesn't take near the intensity, right? Like college basketball games are quick. Like yeah. you know, you could go to two classes and all of a sudden you're like, oh shit, we're in overtime. It's like they they move very very fast. Whereas, like, golf, you don't need to pay a whole lot of attention. Like, right. you miss a hole or two, and it's like, oh, he's he's got another stroke. Okay, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, you can just, like, casually watch that, like, during, like, classes or, like, during the work day. And then when it matters, Saturday, Sunday, you got nothing going on. That's true, yeah. You can I, just lay on the couch. I also love that Sunday before the leader tees off. You're just sitting there. Jim Nance is just putting out fucking word, just music, and you're just like, Word, oh, you word sex. Yes. Word sex. Yes. And you just fucking take a quick nap and maybe, maybe the leader tees off and he's on like hole four by the time you wake up uh-huh. and you just get to watch the rest of the fucking day. One thing I've always kind of resented about March Madness is like, I mean, and it's no, no fault to them, but like 
they do not wean you off of it well. Like no, dude. You have you have thirty two games one weekend, and then two weeks later, it's the final four, and you have two games, and you're like, "What? This is such fucking yeah, bullshit." Where is, are all the games? Yeah, exactly. Where where are the upsets? You go from sixteen games, sixteen games to what? Fucking four and four or something? Or no, 16, no, 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 sixteen, eight, eight, and then four, four, four two, two. Yeah, and then it's fucking final four and championship, like. Yeah. Yeah, you, you. I was about to say, you take like two big old mouthfuls, and it's like, oh, fuck, dude. dude. Yeah, so you have 32, 16, uh, what, 40, you have 48 games in a weekend, mm-hmm. and then you go down to like a whopping fucking four, 14, 12, whatever. Yeah. Doesn't that, compare. I've, uh, <laughs> and then I, to three. Yeah. I think as you grow older, uh, maybe not older, as you start gambling, I've certainly lumped uh conference tournament into march madness because yeah, like i'm pumped for this because like bids to the tournament are won in in conference tournaments it's yes i mean it's there's magic there like the chattanooga game last night oh that's just there's magic there's yeah just magic it's about fantastic it. yeah i'm gonna finish this point and then we'll come back to conference championships sorry but fucking yeah so you have the masters you have a couple of tournaments you may have like the u.s open during the summer mostly baseball and then you get to a dead period where it's just baseball and they literally call that portion the dog days of summer. They do. They do. That like even baseball fans or like baseball players are like, this is a long stretch. Mm-hmm. This is a long period of time. Yeah. And that is when football is the juiciest. Yeah. Is like, fuck, like I like I will always watch like the first quarter of the like Hall of Fame game. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, this this football is trash, that's fine. But I got a glimpse of it, and we're that close. And then you have fucking college football start off. But, like, that is, like, the best trajectory because nothing else is happening. Yeah. Football starts, and it's just like, oh, fucking feed me. Feed me all the fucking football. They are the – yeah, they, like, make you wait for it so bad. Oh, like, dude, they edge you the best of like all the sports. That chick that you made you chase her all through high school or whatever. Yes. Oof, yeah. She ends up being – but she ends up being – the girl that was worth it yeah, <laughs> like, yeah worth the yeah. fucking weight you know what i mean no i went to um this past summer actually i went to a bachelor party in vegas um the week after like the fi- the nba finals had just ended and the nhl finals had just ended is literally oh just yeah. Baseball. yeah 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 i was about to say i was there the weekend before you yeah and i mean i'm not gonna, i'm not gonna pretend we didn't have a good time like sure but it's yeah when they when that's the only thing you have to bet on it's just like fuck we one gotta of, get something else here one of the best things i like and it doesn't happen super often but i love when it does is a group bet i yeah. love a group bet yeah. when everyone's riding on the same thing and mm-hmm. it hits it's a fun fucking time. It is, man. I do love a group bet. It's 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 rare to get that kind of buy in, at least like from what I've from what I've seen. But, yeah, there's um, always like one naysayer, but when yeah. everyone's in on it, it's fuck, awesome. So it's electric. Good so let's let's run through some conferences real quick. Okay. Uh the American Athletic Conference. Who do you who are you taking? Uh, so we actually just saw Memphis beat the shit out of Houston this weekend, uh, which is kind of surprising. Thought Houston was like clearly the top dog there, but they do have a little bit of injury issues. They lost Marcus Sasser for the year. Um, so in terms of value, if that's like kind of the thought process, like Houston is minus one forty five, and Memphis is plus three fifty. Yeah, I'll, I'll I, I'd take I'd take a shot with Memphis. I think you have. That's to. good value. Like yeah. if you're saying like they just beat the brakes off of you Houston, you can you you know they can do it. Yeah. Um, you just never know what can happen in that type of tournament. Like they may come off a, a big win or something like that, and just come into that game with so much momentum 
Um, yeah, definitely think it's worth it with you with uh, Memphis. Uh, American East Conference. American East Conference. Uh, I think Stony Brook was pro- maybe one of the favorites early in the year. I think they're dealing with a little bit of injuries. It only uh, it only has oh four. no dude Vermont Vermont out like no shot I just I just looked as as you're saying that it says minus eight fifty yeah I mean obviously I wouldn't bet it I'd rather just not like bet sure. that conference at all but sure. I, yeah Vermont clear that's winner. your that's your winner yeah clear winner uh athletic or Atlantic ten conference um so I mean we saw like. We saw Davidson go on a, a pretty unreal stretch this year. I think they won like they won like fifteen or seventeen games in a row. Um, they have NMSU beat one of Dayton or Davidson this year. I think. I think they beat they beat Davidson. NMSU beat Davidson early in the year. Shit, I didn't even realize that. Um, yeah, Davidson's really good. Uh, Dayton also Dayton has shown they're young, but they've I mean they've beat some of the top dogs. They beat Kansas. Uh, they just beat Davidson this past weekend. A team I would probably take a shot on in the uh, A-10 would be – I'd probably look at SLU. SLU has uh, – St. Louis? Yeah, St. Louis. They have Yuri Collins. He's leading the nation in assists. Um, they have some good bigs down low. Uh, I, I, I think that's that's one of the conferences is actually a little bit more wide open than people think. Um, Richmond can get hot. Richmond has a really efficient offense too. Slewer Richmond probably pretty good value on those two. I was about to say plus seven hundred for St. Louis. Uh, Richmond is at plus eight fifty. Yeah, I think I would. I'd probably put a put a dime or two on uh, Slew. Uh, I think uh, I think I like um, this conference just because I think this is. I think it's Baylor's to lose. But I think anyone can win it. Um, Big Twelve Conference. Give me Texas Tech, man. That team is so. That team is mean yeah. as hell, dude. Plus three ninety. So oh. That's de- decent value. Yeah. Like, um, not great, but decent. Concerning loss this past weekend against Oklahoma State, but uh, Oklahoma State's banned from the tournament, uh, banned from postseason. I think probably recruiting violations or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know the exact story. So that was kind of like their last hurrah, last Super Bowl. Don't know how motivated Texas Tech was. I don't really sure. know the angle there. Um, but yeah, no, I, I like Texas Tech's home court is is unbelievable. But I I really think they just have the dogs, man. Like their defense is mean. They can get it done. Texas is right behind them um, in standing, but not right behind them in petting is plus six fifty. Do you think, like I think that's decent value to go back to back. I just think yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. Um, OU at plus 1,600, and they're two behind Texas. That's wild. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit surprising. Weird uh, weird conference. Um, Big East Conference. Big East is baffling. I mean, you have Providence in there, obviously, who just, I mean, just, like, ran through that conference. Um, again, like, I kind of think uh, – I think a good dark horse for that conference is, is Marquette. I they had a they had a stretch during the season um where they beat some really good teams. I think they they might have beat I think they beat Villanova if not twice. Um they can get hot. They play good defense. They arguably have the best player in the conference in Justin Lewis. Um I'd be they have they have some big dudes down low. I'd be willing to take a shot with with Marquette. Marquette is plus 700 <laughs> to win the conference. Um Villanova favored at plus 165. Yeah, for me it would be uh, it would be either Nova or Marquette. I think like Nova's just uh, they play such a clean game yeah. and they can really shoot the three ball well. Uh, Big Sky Conference, Whew, man. Um, 
I think Montana State's a favorite there. Yeah. yeah they're okay. the favorite. So this is also to prove everyone that you fucking you watch so much. Yeah. You gamble on so much uh, during the season, so I'm like, fuck it. This is yeah, college college basketball definitely my like biggest thing I pay attention to the most. Um Montana State's probably the best team in that conference for sure. I thought I thought Southern Utah was gonna like really I thought they were gonna run that conference. Um but they have some questionable losses. I think they lost to Northern Colorado twice, who's actually pretty solid. Northern I, Colorado, if you wanted to take them, uh, is plus 550. Yeah, I think uh, for them the issue is going to be defense. They can score with anyone. Uh, they don't play that great of defense, though. Gotcha. I would look at Montana. Um, Montana or Montana State? Montana. What are they yeah. at? Plus 1,000. Yeah, Montana played uh, – they played a lot of good good games in that conference. Played everyone uh, pretty tough. I talk, think, talk about an underrated uh, rivalry, Montana versus Montana State. Dude, that, that – uh, I'm interested to know where the where the Big Sky Championship is, but that would be a pretty interesting game. They, do they play a, a home court? Or do um, they play, like, neutral? Something tells me in Big Sky they play uh, home they, court. They might do. Yeah, they might do home court. I don't know why I I feel like that's the case. Um, Big Ten Conference. Um, I got to be honest with you, like, and I, I don't mean to interrupt. I like Iowa. Give feed me Iowa plus three ninety. Yeah. So the big like it's kind of weird. I get so like during the se- during the season when I'm betting a lot, um, I'll find myself looking more. I I go like bet a lot of mid majors. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the lines are like real sharp on some of those big games, so I don't watch as much like primetime basketball as sure. i probably should when it comes time to like the tournament i'm not on my like p's and q's about um the big team so the big 10 is one that just baffles me because that that one i like okay so i'm just gonna, i'll read the the favorite like i'm not gonna read all the big 10 but just purdue plus 200 illinois plus 380 iowa plus 390 big drop off to wisconsin at 800 Ohio State, 1,000. Rutgers, 1,900. But if you were to tell me any of those teams are going to win the Big Ten, I, I wouldn't be entirely shocked. Um, yeah, I've, I've been – where did you say Illinois was at? Illinois plus 380. I really, really like Illinois. Uh, they bring back a lot of pieces – well, besides the soon move from last year. But they bring back a lot of pieces. Um, I was heartbroken when they lost to Loyola last year. I, I like them – Rutgers shown they can beat anyone, man. Yeah. And I think like a big, I think a big part of March Madness is like teams that are playing inspired. Yes. Uh, I think Rutgers has a really like underdog mentality, out to prove something, um, and I think they have some of the dogs to do it. But yeah, yeah, I'd probably go Rutgers or Illinois. The yeah, Rutgers at plus nineteen hundred. They can beat that's, anyone. They, that's fucking. I mean, that's not the worst. Worst have, bet. Bet ten dollars to win fucking one ninety. Yeah. Is uh is Big Ten is that in Madison Square Garden? No. Um, that's yeah. That's Big East. Big Ten is uh, Indianapolis. Indianapolis. Is it Indianapolis? It probably is. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, Ivy League. Dude, I love Princeton. Princeton minus one twenty five to win I've, Ivy League. I've watched. Um. I've watched a lot of Princeton basketball. I don't really know how I like how I like kind of came on to them, but I watched one of their games. Oh, it was against UMBC. They beat the shit out of UMBC, <laughs> and I bet them. And I watched the game. Their offense is crisp. They have shooters all over the court. Um, yeah, they should they should run that conference tournament. I am. Do you, do you think UMBC gets every everybody's like best efforts because they're the 
even though it was a few years ago, is the only team to upset a one seed? Um, I do think they have like a, I think they'll always have a reputation of like, um, a school that can beat anyone on any given day. Uh, I think some of that, like I, it's, it's got to wear off a little bit. Um, I, like, I feel like that's the, I feel like it's like app state, like app state will not play anyone that doesn't like give their absolute best effort. Yeah. Like just because it's the team that upset Michigan one time and nobody's still there. Like yeah. all the pieces have changed. Since a lot upset. of them went to a co- their coach and a couple of their pieces actually went to Utah state. And that's, oh shit. Yeah. Their coach is at Utah state now and some of those guys, but hmm. I think you're right. Cause like even, even if you do it like subconsciously and don't realize it when I'm gambling, I'll see you on BC and I'll be like, they should be feisty. Yeah. yeah. Like, they, should, <laughs> they should hang in there. <laughs> I had, speaking of which, I had Virginia. So that year, New Mexico State was awesome. That was our, that was our senior year of college. New Mexico State was fucking good. Uh, we were a 12 seed. We finally broke. Like, it was like awesome. 12 seeds where you want to be. There's yep. 12 seed beats a five, right? Um, and the same day, at, almost at the exact same time, um, I had Virginia to win the whole thing. I had New Mexico State beating Clemson. And Clemson just fucking took it to us like they they won by like i don't know 15 points or some shit and then virginia lost like it was i started sad drinking around my grandparents dude like my grandparents were right there and i you boys getting fucking hammered like, what like, are you drinking my bracket's fucking done shut up grandmother <laughs> fucking <laughs> your boy needs some whiskey <laughs> like, i was depressed drinking but anyway. uh, probably the next probably the safest year ever to parlay all the four i mean i don't even know what odds you'd get parlay all four one seeds per, the next year was probably the best year to ever do it because yeah you know those one seeds were like it ain't gonna hey, fucking yeah, be yeah, yeah. No, no 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 never again dude yeah yeah fuck it i might put a hundred dollar uh money line parlay on all the all the ones this year they're all gonna be fuck at em. least like minus 1600 so i don't know what is that gonna be great value yeah it yeah. might be like what minus like minus 210 <laughs> some yeah like at best it might be worse yeah um the meek m-e-a-c meak oh dude, that conference is fucked just go norfolk don't don't question don't you yeah. norfolk i was about to say it's a big drop off norfolk at uh Minus 190, Howard at plus 450. Howard was a little – Howard, I think, played some teams tough, but Nor- Norfolk is a class at conference. Yeah. Gotcha. Mid-American conference. Um, s- Single A? There are, there are two Macs in college basketball. You have the Mac or the Mac? Single A. Okay. Um, man, I I – I've soured on Toledo and it's probably from my own personal investments. They lost me a lot of money one game. Um, Ohio kind of disappointing down the stretch. Buffalo, maybe good dark horse. Buffalo's Buffalo can rebound. Uh, they're a team that plays really fast. And one thing about playing real fast is like with that many possessions, usually talent takes over. Um, and I don't know that they're the most talented team in the conference uh i would probably go with who beat toledo um uh, kent maybe kent may, nah toledo i'd go toledo, toledo? yeah toledo's plus 165 who else is uh, up there i, oh, I think i'm leaving ohio's, out. ohio's at plus 240 okay kent state at plus 550 buffalo at plus 650 uh akron at plus 750 and Miami, Ohio, rounding or uh, 
at least rounding out on this list, not showing the whole thing at plus nineteen hundred. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, Mountain West, dude. Uh, probably. Uh, I'm not gonna lie to you. Probably gonna be the most fun conference tournament. There are there are landmines all over this conference. I love. Um, is Boise the one seed? Uh, they're the favorite. The favorite. I don't know if they're the one seed. I think they are. Oh man. Um. I, I, I like Boise. I do. Boise um, State at plus two seventy. Oh, I would take that plus money. Yeah. yeah, I would. I would buy that. Yeah. Um, they have Dagan Hart is a freshman, and that kid is freaking good. Yeah. Armush, Armish. They could say Armush. Whatever. Um, he's huge down low. He's a beast. Cleans up the glass. Nice touch around the rim. And then I personally have lost like three bets because Marcus Shaver Jr. puts a buzzer beater in my fucking eye hole. Ooh. Um, dude just has the clutch gene. I can't. I can't see anyone beating that team. They're good. Yeah, I like them. They uh, San Diego State plus three fifty, Colorado State plus three seventy, Wyoming at plus six hundred. San Diego State's offense uh, can go just absolutely frozen cold. That scares uh. me. Wyoming, uh, you know they're good. Uh, but UNLV's real young this year, aren't they? Uh, yeah, they're pretty young. Uh, not a lot of size, but Bryce Hamilton can go for 30 any day. Uh, a little bit scary, but yeah, I don't think anyone has like a complete team like Boise. Gotcha. Um, Pac-12. Dude, now this conference is interesting. Uh, I think it's Arizona's to lose. Uh, but then like you have UCLA there and Mick Cronin has just shown that he can like, he's a hell of a coach. Um, I think he probably likes playing the underdog a little. Like this is the biggest drop off uh, between like a four and a five. Everyone else like kind of came later and not nearly as severe. Uh-huh. Uh, Arizona minus one thirty five, UC, and that's probably why there's a, a clear favorite. Yeah. Uh, UCLA plus two seventy, USC at plus six hundred, Oregon at plus twelve hundred, and then Washington State at plus three thousand. Yeah, New Mexico State beat Washington State this year. They did. They did on the road. Um, it's pretty crazy. Uh, I think ASU played ASU beat either ASU beat UCLA, I think, and they played uh, U of A like fairly tough. Um, that same that same weekend or week, I think there was a Saturday Monday. Mm-hmm. Uh, when they play well, they can be pretty good. But you want to talk about a hangover, man? Oregon State is dog shit. They might they probably don't even have them listed. They do. They do. Uh, at plus fifty thousand. Yeah. Along with Washington and California, both at all three at plus fifty thousand. Yeah, I think I think California's like leading score, like they're the guy that makes them go. He got hurt for the season, so that's why Washington and they're just all right. Um, but Oregon State, man, like just a fall from grace. Fall. For, they're like they're legit like three and twenty-seven, something like pathetic. Damn. Yeah. And they still let him play in the conference tournament. They, uh, yeah, they, they kind of, they scrapped against a few teams. They went to overtime maybe against like USC, I think. Um, Speaking of which, we need to, I have something we need to look at before I let you go after, after we go through these conferences. I just okay. thought of, but yeah, scrapping a, a few wins, you were saying. Um, yeah, no, I was like, they were feisty, but they just, they just could not find wins anywhere. It's, it's pretty impressive what they've done. Yeah. Um, SEC conference. Um, again, it's Kentucky's to lose. You have a team like Bama that can get hot. Uh, I think Tennessee took it to Kentucky a couple, uh, maybe two weeks ago. Um, 
Yeah, I think I like. Are they the favorite? Kentucky's the favorite at plus two hundred. Auburn at plus two seventy. Tennessee at plus three seventy. Arkansas at plus seven hundred. LSU at plus eleven hundred, and then Alabama at plus sixteen hundred. Yeah, you never want to let one like you never want to pick one game out of a team's resume and let that kind of like dictate cloud your decision. Yeah, Um, but Auburn had some like. Had some questionable losses. Uh, they lost to UConn early in the year. Who like UConn ended up kind of showing that they're they don't have a ton of offense really. Yeah. Um, Georgia played them really close. I just don't think. Yeah, I think. Kentucky, I think Auburn's frauds. Yeah, uh, I think they they got a little bit fraudy uh, towards this towards the end of the year. Yep. Um, Southland Conference. Uh, this conference is uh, I just dog shit. I can't even. Um, let me let me try and guess. Lamar's in the whack now, right? Lamar is in the whack. I want, but they're say... not. But they're not. Um, I don't think they're eligible. Oh, to play you know who's the favorites? New Orleans, huh? No, no, but you're close. They're the second team. Oh, who's the favorite? Nickel State. Oh, that okay. Yeah, plus yeah. one ten, followed by New Orleans at plus four ten. I think Nichols is good. Um, uh, you have. New Orleans has the, I think, like the leader, uh, the favorite for conference player of the year, something like Gene Baptiste, something like that. Um, I think that's one thing that you'll see in March is like if, uh, well, you look at like Oral Roberts last year. They I, they had Ace Smith and O'Banner, but if you have like a guy who can just go off at any given moment, that's pretty big for March. Uh, some of those magical runs. So I might look at. Um, I might look at uh, New Orleans and, uh, you know, obviously I didn't watch a ton of Southland basketball. I hope no one did. Yeah. Unless he went to one of those schools. <laughs> it's pretty fucking bad. I did see a, I did see a McNeese-New Orleans game at the beginning of the year where McNeese, like, they were they were really tough on the glass. Um, maybe they could hang in there, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't bet them. Gotcha. Uh, and then rounding out the conferences with the SWAC. <laughs> this, this conference – um there i think prairie view a&m used to be like like last year i think they were the big favorite i don't even know man i have no idea what the, what's going on in this conference this year they suck they all yeah. suck texas southern is the favorite at plus 190 oh um where's southern just southern at? southern is at plus 260 they're the second i don't think what about prairie view prairie view's fourth at plus 1000 I, I wouldn't say bad value on Prairie View. I think like any of those teams can beat anybody. Southern beat um, Southern beat someone good this year, like like Florida. Southern might beat Florida this year, uh, so that like they can hang, they can hang with like if they get hot at the right time. So I did that some to like keep me like informed of what's going on this weekend. Uh-huh. You boys gonna be placing a lot of bets while in Vegas. Did you just bet everything I told you? No, no I can't. <laughs> Fucking, I would. It's Fanduel. Um, but yeah, I was just like curious. Uh, also to prove that you fucking watch more college basketball than. A lot of people that I know. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm, you fucking know so many teams. It's unbelievable. It's crazy. I'm no professional. I'm not a winning gambler, uh, but I put my heart and soul but, into March Madness. And but I your love boy it. does it for the love of the game. Uh, I do it for the love of the game, man. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. Um. So I'm gonna read you the bottom four teams. Um. Le- uh, the least, the four least likely teams to win the Super Bowl. Okay. Uh, you've got the Seattle Seahawks. Okay. Detroit Lions, mm-hmm. New York Jets, and the Houston Texans. Okay. 
The only reason why I bring this up is from what you had talked about a little bit ago of teams playing or Oregon State, like three and whatever. Yeah. If you look at the Detroit Lions season this last year, they had so many fucking games that they were just right there. Mm-hmm. To lose off of a NFL record <laughs> making field goal. That bounced off the goal that post. That bounced off the goal the crossbar, post. Yeah. yeah. Or yeah, yeah, the crossbar. You get it. That should that is fucking crazy. And then they didn't get a win till like way later in the season. Like that is a fucking team that not necessarily would I say I want to bet to win the Super Bowl, but they're they at beat? They didn't plus beat twelve thousand. Like, they didn't beat like a slouch, right? They beat the Cardinals. Yeah, okay. And the Cardinals were pretty tough at the time. Yeah. Um, They tied with the Steelers. And then they beat the Packers at the end of the season, which the Packers had wrapped up the one seed. There's nothing they were really playing for. Uh-huh. Um, But, yeah, like, they had some fucking tough, tough games. Uh, I definitely think it's a contract year for um, – what's his name? MCDC, uh, Motor City Dan Campbell. Oh, yeah. But – um. Yeah, like, everyone kept talking about, like, the odds that the Bengals were up against last year uh, making the Super Bowl, and that's kind of why I bring that up. But so I was looking at that, and I'm like, dude, just, like, Detroit to make the playoffs, I kind of like that bet, mm-hmm. like, of a shitty team. Of the four that you named, that's probably where I would look. I really – I think Goff is a good quarterback. Um, yeah. Maybe this, maybe things just didn't work out in L.A. He has been to a Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think he's talented. I don't think we've seen this like we haven't seen Zach Wilson show a whole lot of promise yet. Um, Houston, who fucking knows who's even gonna like do their quarterback? Talk about a dumpster fire of an NFL team. That team is in some bad in a bad place. Yeah, they are. Um, but Ray, I appreciate it, man. We talked a lot of gambling. We talked a lot of nonsense. Thank um, you for having me. Yeah, this is super fun, man. We'll have to have you on again. I also have to tell you that your uh, your brother insisted that he was episode sixty nine. Wow. So I haven't had an episode in a long time. Like, okay. Trying to fucking get somebody on. And I knew we were going to talk about gambling. I didn't know it was going to be this early. I thought we would have some stuff shake up. But you're a, you're a call in. I was like, fuck, dude. Like, this is perfect before the, the conference championships to talk about some gambling. But I'm happy to. Yeah. So just to let you know, you were 68 so that your brother could be 69. All right. Brother's yeah. teaming up on a 69. <laughs> that doesn't quite sound right. That does doesn't it? sound good at all, dude. <laughs> Depends who you are. I don't know. Exactly. <laughs> But, Ray, I appreciate it. Uh, Guys, this has been another episode of Escaping Tyranny. Remember, don't drink and drive. Uh, Go down on your partner in the other spot. Cheers. Like and subscribe. Yeah. Shake my hand, I'll put it back in my pocket. I'm gonna write a book, and I don't care if you read it. I'm gonna make a movie, I don't care if you watch it. I'm gonna wave anyway, I could care less if you look. And if you don't shake my hand, I'll put it back in my pocket. I'm gonna write a book, and I don't care if you read it. I'm gonna make a movie, I don't care if you watch it. I'm gonna wave anyway, I could care less if you look. And if you don't shake my hand, I'll put it back in my pocket.